Hello there, I'm Heather and welcome to the Reality Gab Podcast. I wanted to start a show that I can talk about my favorite reality shows. Um, I'm into the Bravo Housewives, 90 Day Fiancés. Uh, my favorite right now is Love After Lockup. Um, I want to kind of give you a quick recap of those shows um, and some of my opinions thrown in there on them. I'm very new to podcasting, so please bear with me. I'm kind of learning as I go. Uh, the show eventually may evolve, maybe having some guests here and there. So it's not just me talking the whole time. We'll just see how it goes, all right? So why don't we jump in to talking about The Real Housewives of Dallas. The new season just premiered, and the show starts off with Leanne, and she's doing some wedding planning. We have to first talk about how her hair has been drastically changed. It's so light compared to the black. She said she was always blonde and kind of wanted to go back to that look and have a softer look for her wedding. She then talks about how it's been three months since she spoke to Deandra at the reunion when Deandra apologized. I feel like that's kind of weird. If you're trying to get to a better place, why are you not communicating? I'm not sure about that. Um, Deandra, we see her also with a lighter hair color. She's talking about how she's taking over the business and right off the bat, we're talking about how we only have three months continuing like they are to keep the doors open. That was pretty fast. Ooh. But next we see Stephanie and she's with Travis in their home. They're using the kids hoverboards. They're falling all over the place. It was kind of a funny start for her. She also said that Travis did another four weeks this year at the Harvard Business School that he did last year. Not sure why she acts like that's that big of a deal. But anyways, um, his business is apparently doing a lot better than when he took over for his father seven years ago. Um, she also is talking about how Travis is going through a little bit of a midlife crisis. He's working out. He's going skydiving. I hope this is not any kind of foreshadowing, you know, that maybe he's going to end up going crazy and leaving his wife. I hope not because I really like Stephanie. I think she's sweet and she's so pretty. How can you not like her? Next, we see Brandy. We see her oldest daughter, who's now 10, and she's a little bit too sassy. She's kind of really giving it back to Brandy, pretty much disrespectful. Next, we see Deandra and Dee go visit Dee's husband's grave, who is actually Deandra's stepfather, but she calls him dad. One of his fears before passing away was that they wouldn't get along once he passed away. And really, I'm thinking he's pretty much right. They seem like they have such a weird, cold relationship. He doesn't seem very motherly. Ah, just, I feel bad for Deandra a little bit because this whole trust thing is being held over her head. Deandra kind of breaks down and one of the stipulations of when Dee left the company was that she wanted 60000 a year for certain expenses. And Deandra's wanting to really ask her, hey, if you don't take this, maybe we could push out a new product. And after she's talking about it, Dee's basically saying, I have money. I have money. But do people with money go out of their way to say they have money? I don't know. Next, we see Cam. She's packing for a cruise. It's really not that exciting. She gets a call. It's Stephanie inviting her to come over. So some of the girls are coming. She's going to try to get Deandra and Leanne together. But Cam is going out of town, so she can't. Uh, we next have a new lady. Her name's Carrie. Not to be confused with Carrie Duber, who was from the previous seasons. She's a friend of Deandra. She's also her neighbor. 
They talk about how Deandra might react to Leanne at Stephanie's. And Carrie tells her she basically doesn't have that great of a feeling about her from all the stuff that the other Carrie has told her. They next show Carrie interacting with her husband, Eduardo. They had both been divorced. They met through mutual friends and now have been married about 10 years. We really don't get to see too much about them yet. So who knows what they're going to be like. But next we get to see Stephanie talking about how she wants her little get together to be able to get Leanne and Deandra in a good place. Deandra's turning 50. Uh, Leanne's getting married. So she doesn't really want them to miss out on these big events in each other's life. When Leanne walks in and sees Deandra, I feel like it's pretty awkward. They all go sit down and they kind of go back and forth with Deandra and Leanne. Just kind of doing little digs here and there. Then they show Deandra in her confessional saying that when she got back to the hotel after the reunion, Rich, who is Leanne's fiance, was sending Jeremy, her husband, all these nasty texts about how he's going to tell Deandra about the pretty Jessica and how she's everything Deandra isn't. Basically implying that he's cheated on her. And Deandra's definitely saying, no, 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 no way her husband would cheat on her. I feel like there's got to be more that comes out on this. I, they didn't give us enough. We need more details. And she just kind of brushes it off. But it cuts back to them at Stephanie's house. And they kind of just finally get to a point where they say, Let's go back to being able to have fun together. And then they end up toasting to the future. It will be interesting to see how long they can stay being cordial. I don't think that they will be. It seems like the episode pretty much flew by. But that was about it for that. So why don't we get into Love After Lockup. As I said earlier, this is one of my favorite shows. I think both the seasons have been great. There's just so many cookie people. There's so many of them. And I, I just need more and more. But we start with Lizzie and Daniel. We haven't really got to see very much of them. And really, I'm okay with it. They don't seem that exciting. Daniel comes out. She seems so much more excited to see him than he does to see her. They're both kind of awkward. And then they go to the confessional where she's saying she hates his face tattoos. I was wondering about that. When they're leaving, Daniel acts so funny in the car. He's all nervous. He thinks his mom is driving crazy, which he doesn't seem to be, but, you know, we can't really tell. Oh, and of course, Lizzie says in the confessional, Daniel doesn't know exactly what happened while he was in prison. Why do all of these people have to have a secret? It seems fake when all of them have to have a secret. If only one or two of them had one, maybe, but it seems like they're pushing these secrets. It's a little too much. I'm sure it's nothing even that serious. But then we have Andrea LaMondre. She meets up with a guy that used to be in prison with him. She asks if he thinks he's going to be as crazy and popping off as much when he gets out. He doesn't think he will. Then what timing? Guess who calls? LaMondre. He tells Andrea he's sorry for how he was acting and that she had better get ready because he's getting out in 48 hours. I can't wait to see what he's going to be like. Is he going to be controlling still? Is he going to go back to bad ways? I'll be very interested to see that. But next we have Angela and Tony. She's talking to her friend Tommy. Uh, that basically they couldn't do all the stuff they wanted to do when he got out. And as usual, the friend is the, the person that kind of brings him back down to earth. Saying, is this a good idea? Do you really want to do this? But Angela says it's love. He leaves and then just a couple minutes later he comes back. He comes in and says he's ready to take a risk and will she marry him? 
what? Where did that come from? That was so awkward. She tells him she's speechless, which she replies, well, maybe that's good. She then tells him she's in love with Tony and she appreciates his friendship, but she doesn't think they were meant to be in that kind of relationship, which I 100% agree with. There's just no chemistry there. Speaking of no chemistry, that brings us to Amber and Vince. They get up from their separate sleeping quarters. They go shopping since she needs some clothes. She then feels the need to tell the store clerk, Hey, I just got out of prison. Oh, I just met my fiance. Why? Why does she need to tell him that? I don't think in regular life they would be all about telling strangers about their situation, but maybe it's one of those things where their producer says, Hey, make sure you tell him you just got out of prison. Everybody has to know. So she's trying stuff on and he makes a comment about, we need to get you some workout clothes. And she's just kind of like, uh, it'd be better if you asked me instead of telling me. They've apparently had some kind of conversations about this before. She's not feeling it. He's really pushing it. I feel like they're both being really weird about it. It is really not that serious. Maybe they're going to get more into that later. I don't even know. Let's move on to Lacey and just one of her guys, Shane. They go to a little diner after she gets him out of prison. Lacey is just something else. I can't with her. She's got so much going on with her face. She's so plastic. I can't take her seriously. I'm not trying to be mean, but she's just something else. Shane's telling her how beautiful she is and, oh, why don't you have a boyfriend? She said she got recently divorced from somebody that was really controlling and he tells her, oh, well, I'd never do anything like that to you. So then they're on their way to a hotel room. I'm shocked. She says she wants two rooms. I feel like he died inside when she said this. I would have thought they were just going to get right to it. But she changes. She crawls on top of him and says, I want to get to know you more before we go all the way. So she goes back to her room by herself and goes to bed. I did not see that one coming, to be honest with you. So then we're moving on to Cheryl and Josh. Something about them I like. I think she's pretty nutty. She's into all the serial killer stuff. Uh, they're all about getting it on. So what do they do? They drive up to a little overlook. She gets out a blanket. They make out, and then you know the rest. How is she going to say it was one of the best days of her life so far? She has children. Hello. Hooking up with this guy from prison should not be one of her best days of her life. But that's just me. Then Josh has to go find out about his parole. He finds out he's got to wear the ankle monitor. He's got to have a curfew of 8 o'clock. And he's got to stay at his mom's. Well, apparently Cheryl and his mom do not get along. So she's pissed. Which really I don't blame her. She doesn't get along with her. And she's away from her kids. What is she going to do if she's not hanging out with him? He acts like he can convince his mom to let Cheryl stay. Uh, I have a feeling that won't happen. But I'd love to see what the deal is with the mom and Cheryl. I don't think we know why they don't like each other. But I would love to find out. That about wraps up Love After Lockup, which then wraps up our show. I wanted to thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.